Hello everyone and happy last day of 2020. I'm not going to do the big spiel of, oh what a terrible year it's been and oh this has happened and that has happened because everybody else is doing that. I've had in comparison to some years one of my better ones. Anyway that's not why I'm recording this podcast. I had a bit of a, a verbal, let's call it a verbal arm wrestle with somebody on one of my social media accounts today and it's no secret that I am not a fan of the uh, the fellowship. 12-step programmes, aye, maybe, but the actual fellowship, the structure of uh, the fellowship within Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous and CA Anonymous and Nice People Anonymous and Arsehole Anonymous, it's no secret that I'm just not a fan of the, the structure, the system and how it operates or doesn't operate. And this chap, obviously, being seven years clean and sober, which to me doesn't seem a very long time because I'm now 11 years into abusive relationships so I win and uh, no, it's uh, you know that people are both passionate on both sides you're going to get people who have been through the the washing machine that is the fellowship and sit there in the tumble dry going round and round and round on 30 degrees you know year after year after year and they enjoy it they enjoy the cycle and the comfort and the company of all the other dirty washing getting clean and then going back in again and spinning again I can understand that there is an element of comfort there but of course we must understand of course it's comforting it's a repetitive cycle of reward failure reward failure what does that sound like oh addiction (laughs) anyway so he's obviously this chap's obviously very passionate about how it's it's obviously in his mind it has got him to today where he is and it's you know his seven year mark and that's great and of course there's squillions of people who will have that level of passion and commitment and loyalty to to AA and and the 12 steps and the fellowship and all that jazz I can of course there is right of course there is it's like football teams you know even if your football team's shite I mean, you still love them. Like, Celtic have not been great recently. And they've got a wee bit better very recently. But they had a bad patch. But it didn't mean I was going to start jumping about slagging Celtic off. Okay? And I think it's very similar with recovery programmes. Once somebody's become kind of in love with it and infatuated with it and they feel some level of success, it becomes the one that works and everyone else is wrong when they go against it. And I think because I... I'm very vocal and, and probably visual, I suppose, if you count social media um, against it because of my personal experiences. People think I've just got some sort of personal vendetta. They think it's because I was hurt. I get a lot of people go, oh, I understand you were hurt. And I think people think I was actually in the fellowship and therefore I was 13 steps. No, I wasn't. I was the poor, normal, you know, uh, non-addicted albeit I kind of was towards the end but that's abuse thanks to that um, but I was I was not a member of the fellowship I was there supporting a member and I saw and experienced the most horrendous abuses of trust abuses of other human beings souls abuses of other people's uh, bodies uh, abuses of the of the of the fellowship program itself you know, um, and it, not just my narcissist number two, not just my ex-partner. I, I, you know, I'm not daft, and I, you become very observant when you're an abuse victim, when you're surviving minute after minute, hour after hour, day after day, with an abuser who has addictions. You become highly attuned and alert to other people who are equally damaged, dark, and high risk as he or she is. And I felt and saw more 
than anybody should. But let's take away the fact that he was my partner. Let's take away what he was doing with his male friends in the fellowship with females, pictures and videos behind my back as his partner, but also behind their backs. Let's take away the fact that I had a personal sort of engagement, okay, with the system. Take that away, okay, so let's just forget that. Pretend I was an investigative journalist, okay? Not a stretch, considering what a good author I am. Let's, let's just pretend I plonked myself in Rose Street AA and went to a few others as well. I even went to CA, went to Saturday Night Fever, a few other meetings with this uh, narcissist. So I experienced a lot over those, I would say it was good, almost exactly two years. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of meetings of varying different sizes and names and titles, but they were all the fellowship. They were all supposed to be a part of the 12-step program. Hundreds of people. Um, you know, so we're, we're talking now hundreds of experiences, okay, in standalone conversations to two-hour-long meetings, okay, to the relapses where they didn't, nobody put their hand up or called or offered any help. A fellowship, I thought that was supposed to be fellows, friends, peers. Not one person supported me through the abuse when it was covert, nor overt, nor when they saw what my abuser was doing within the actual fellowship itself. Not one. But... I'm a journalist, aren't I, right now, okay? So I'm, I'm this investigative journalist. I've parachuted myself into Rose Street. First meeting I go to, a man approaches me. That night, he sends me pictures of his penis. At what point can anybody say this is rare, unusual, or acceptable? And that's what I'm getting, right? I'm getting it's very unusual to have a predator as such as my narcissist. No, it's not. It's very unusual to have clusters of women relapsing and being used by the same narcissist or a group of those abusive men within a group or, 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 or AA. No, it's not. I saw and heard and, and witnessed and then heard of in subsequent years so many awful things just within one city, okay? Just within one city, and I could have a thousand stories and I have not met one woman. I've not interviewed because I'm still a journalist. Let's pretend, let's play pretend. I have not interviewed <coughs> one woman who is either in or attempted to be in that fellowship, a fellowship, who has said, I felt safe. I was never predated. I was never creeped on. I was never 13 stepped and or I never 13 stepped another man or woman there, okay? Now, if me, in this tiny pocket of just a poxy two years active engagement and in the last four and a half years making it my business to speak to people, particularly women, why am I getting so many negative stories, particularly around sexual abuse, compulsive, repetitive sexual abuse within this blessed and all holy perfect fellowship and then I'll get people now listening to this going oh we don't say it's perfect we would never say that we are addicts and we are not perfect therefore we cannot ex expect the fellowship to be perfect ah no 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 yes you are you have to be as close to perfect as possible when you are reaching out and taking in the most imperfect people the most vulnerable people possibly on the planet and putting them in a room with more vulnerable people. 
So yeah, you do actually. You have to have reporting systems. You should have a 13-stepping sort of investigation, almost like a policing department within it. You should have a three strikes and you are out. When that man or that woman is reported on three separate occasions for predating, sexually using and causing emotional harm to another member, bye-bye, you can go somewhere else for your recovery, okay? There needs to be... There needs to be... Yeah, there needs to be a safety net for members. Then there is nothing. There's just, oh, we expect members to follow the programme. We expect members to know not to use other human beings. We expect these addicted, unhealthy, who will describe themselves that way. I did when I had my dependency as a result of the abuse. And I relapsed in an eating disorder, which is the same as an addiction, because of the abuse. And I'm not perfect, certainly never have been. Doing no bad now, mind you. Uh, and you cannot have a structure, a system that is so well recognised all over the world. It is the default setting for GPs and charities. You cannot have the most famous recovery programme structure of human beings on the planet and have absolutely no accountability because you don't, do you? You're not regulated. You don't have anywhere for the men or the women to go who have been predated and used and who have relapsed as a direct result. You don't have anywhere for them to go to report that man who they are aware has done this dozens of times. You don't have anywhere to report and then get rid of, get rid of that man like my man was. Dangerous. People make mistakes, the 13th step, they seek comfort somewhere. It's not in a bottle, it's not in drugs, it's inside another human being's body or mouth. Okay, but see if someone has done that three, four, five, six times and claimed it was part of a relapse or claimed they don't remember because of the relapse, that person has no place in, in recovery. And until the fellowship starts cleaning itself up for the modern day, it will have no place in modern society.